Good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's uh, trading the European Open Live Trade Room. Hope you're all keeping well. Good to have you with us at this very, um, very challenging little time for these markets at the minute. So let's get straight into it. Then we've got a couple of, I suppose, important uh, points to um, to expand upon, really, uh, in these current conditions. So let's get straight into it. Then we'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Just broad, just take a brief moment to familiarise yourself with our risk warning currently up on the screen. And, um, whoops, sorry, let me see. So let's start with these market fundamentals then. So let's bring over uh, Forex Factory. So before we go into these charts, and I'll explain a couple of little sort of elements really, um, just to backtrack, daylight saving in North America over the course of the weekend. So just be mindful that a lot of the news events now this week are all an hour um, uh, earlier. So Sunday morning, we, we've got a bit of a banking crisis in the US. Sunday morning, we had the Fed make an announcement to put a backstop on their deposits and um, to you know, guarantee deposits of, of any size in the US, which is a, a phenomenal um, banking bailout, really. It just stops people from, it stops cash from being pulled and, and, uh, and you know, a, a full-on banking system crash uh, has been averted now. So that's quite positive, uh, of course. Um, then we had, uh, yesterday, we we heard from um, uh, Joe Biden. He came out and sort of reiterated the government's stance to protecting people's deposits. Um, uh, a couple of sort of facets to that. Um, it's not borne by the taxpayers. Uh, they've got the uh, the FDIC, uh, the, the capital is going to come from the FDIC. It creates a bit of sort of short-term uh, stability, perhaps. But it was really a banking crisis that kind of popped out of nowhere. Um, we had a few sort of, few little pieces, you know, struggle. And uh, now it's it's kind of a, the, the Fed and, and the government needed to make a very significant um intervention so the question now becomes um is is there more lurking in the, in the background and the the price action in these markets is quite telling uh, i mean i think at this point i might bring up the charts and just sort of just discuss yesterday's price action so we've been in a little bit of a bearish move yesterday we saw we saw actually um you know, a, a reversal in fortunes as well, but did at some point make a big bit of a strong move down to these lower levels uh, and then reverse. So you, our, our position yesterday was to wait and see because we're really not too sure how firstly the Fed are going to react to this situation in terms of rate hikes. 
and secondly, how the market is going to react to the Fed. And really, we are still in a position of kind of very much unknown. Um, yes, there is a backstop behind deposits. Yes, there's not going to be any run, you know, a banking run, which is, which is, you know, good for the U.S. economy. Um, but extreme measures have had to be taken. And we, we were sort of trying to wait and see yesterday because there's really, there's no way of knowing really at this stage. And we've had some of the biggest moves uh, for 30, 35, 36 years, I think it was, um, in the two-year treasury. So we very, very swiftly, we've moved from, you know, let's say just over 5% to just below 4%. So, and this is only in a few days. So this shows you how, and look, we haven't seen a, a corrective move like that in any of these charts. So we are in a, a very volatile period. We're now down at 3.95. So here's the thing. This is telling the, the Fed to stop raising rates, potentially even pivot and reverse because we're up at 4.75 in the two-year is up at 3.95. So this means that there's an expectation of dark clouds forming over the next couple of years. And the anticipation now is that the two year will be below uh, that 4% level uh, as things currently stand. So this is giving an opportunity to the Fed to slow down, to pause, uh, potentially even pivot uh, and start reducing rates. Now, what this doesn't address is if I if we have a look at the the news event even uh, this week, the CPI numbers today that were due out, is this CPI number. Now we're expecting a, a six percent handle number, so um, it'd be interesting if inflation if inflation um, comes in hotter than expected, or will there be some good news on the inflation side today? It, it, it's kind of hard to to double guess these numbers because um, they've got a habit of uh, of not performing really. So, if you ask us, could the Fed, Fed pivot? We think that will be a crazy position to take, but these do seem like crazy times. So, yes, it's possible. Do we think the Fed will pivot? Um, it's a really, really tough call. And uh, and really, no one can know for sure. We're in this sort of uh, blackout period for the Fed uh, prior to the FOMC next Wednesday. And um, they've, got a, they've got a lot to ponder. So they did say just over a week ago, I mean, in fact, it was last Tuesday, wasn't it? where uh, Jerome Powell was giving a testimony in Washington. And it was very clear that the Fed were, were going to maintain their hawkish stance. If we're saying seven days later that the Fed have scrapped all of that, throw that out the window and are now in a rate holding, rate pivoting kind of environment, then that has far reaching consequences for these markets. And with the turmoil that we're currently experiencing with the with the deposit sort of guarantee that they put in place um i mean they're underwriting 19 trillion worth of deposits so this is not this is not just a a small thing 
Um, this is a this is a pretty pretty significant development uh, for these markets, and they're not guaranteeing. You know, in some jurisdictions, we had you know bank guarantees or deposit guarantees of up to around hundred thousand. It was like that here in Ireland. Um, so anyone above a hundred thousand was still kind of exposed, but that was relatively fewer people. In the US, it's unlimited. So whether you've got ten dollars or ten billion, um, it, it's it's covered. So um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. When do they remove that? Will there be a banking run once they remove it? There's so many variables right now. It's um, it's it's going to be a tough trading condition. And the reason why we think it's going to be tough is because the, the markets are telling us that they don't really know they don't really know how to how to respond. It's, there's a little bit more clarity, ironically, across Europe. Um, we are seeing uh, a pretty significant rollover in these markets uh, Friday and again yesterday. So even a strong rollover in in the in the Nikkei, um, Bitcoin. Um, it looks like we're we're pretty close to potentially making new highs above that twenty five thousand dollar level. But there's a difference between I suppose the um, the, the bearish moves that we've seen across the European indices versus the US. And it's a really tough place for us right now because um, we did say yesterday we wanted to just step back from these markets because the, um, sorry, if that's, uh, if that's a bit glary, I've got some sun beaming through the windows at the moment. So, um, which is a good thing. So really, we are kind of in a bit of a bit of a wait and see type of pattern. We had strange price action in terms of there was capital coming out of equities. There was a lot of nervousness, um, and we started to see the dollar. We started to see the indices uh, weaken and the dollar strengthen for a period, and then that's completely reverse. So to say there's there's fear and anxiety there is is an understatement, and um, it does make today's trading conditions really quite challenging. We're currently in this risk off trade, so we're going to stick with those trades. Um, they could very easily materialize and, and kick on again for us, but the yen would be an interesting trade. Uh, if we see further capital come out of equities and indices, we'd be interested to see, you know, is the yen going to be a net beneficiary uh, of that? So um, we can add the, the, we can monitor the yen a lot more carefully. And we were looking at it yesterday and we said, look, with the erratic sort of price action, let's, let's back off today. This is not a condition for us to be uh, jumping in with two feet. And you know that 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 decision was 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 justified. Really, we we saw a really strong, incredible pullback yesterday. Uh, same situation for the pound. So really, uh, the dollar, the yen strengthened quite considerably, and then all of that subsequently reversed. So um, gold would be an interesting trade. 
will we see further upside? We're running into all these lows at this point and um, the 1914 for gold. Let's make note of that. Nineteen fourteen. We can keep an eye on the yen. Um, oil. We do like it to the downside. It's just we wanna we wanna be very very mindful of today's CPI numbers, and that's at twelve thirty. So it's an hour earlier than normal. Um, and this is likely to to determine exactly probably what the Fed are likely to do. And we just don't know at this point. Just one week ago, the Fed were very hawkish. They were looking to increase rates. And now we have um, Namora, for example, saying that, you know, the Fed are going to actually pivot and, and pause and, and start lowering rates because of this financial threat. The problem with that is these are the same people who were saying we're going to pivot the last couple of months. And um, that's um, that was never going to be the case. Um, now there is probably an argument to suggest that the Fed will probably need to look at pivoting at some point, especially if this isolated situation with, you know, middle tier banks in the US, if that escalates, if that gets much, much worse. <clears throat> Biden yesterday was at pains to say, you know, we're not protecting investors and shareholders, that this is a, a deposit, you know, basically uh, protecting people's uh, money in banks and making sure that companies and organizations can pay payroll and people can earn you know a weekly wage and, and not not see see credit conditions dry up so to say this is a very turbulent challenging difficult market condition is probably an understatement right now um it'd be easy to fly into a series of trades for us we want to be a little bit more tactful we don't really have a full handle on terms of what this market wants to do next so um we will look at some opportunities we know we've got today's cpi uh, print and we're looking at some mild improvement on a year-on-year -year basis but there's some that anticipate that this figure will come in sort of 6.1 6.2 and that means really small improvements on the cpi side so if the fed pivot it's because they're worried and concerned for the economy and think that raising rates would, would be probably more damaging than than beneficial and they'll forego inflation and inflation will probably make new highs at some point um which would again it'd be postponing that the the pain and the difficulty so we'll have to be back at this position at some point in the not too distant future so um ignoring inflation at this point and uh, looking to accommodate loosened financial conditions. Um, even heard, you know, the potential for some additional quantitative easing. You know, that's all really, really bad news for things like inflation. Will the Fed stick to their guns or will they flip-flop like they've been doing for the last 12 months? It's really tough to know. And, and that's what's going to determine what we do as traders and how we trade these markets. So I suppose there is grounds to just be just be mindful, uh, really, of this situation. Um, I think we can probably 
look at these two narratives again and suggest that we could end up flip-flopping from this hawkish outlook, which is kind of risk-off, to a more dovish, which is more risk-on. So there is an opportunity for this to flip-flop. And we did say, you know, we're very much of this narrative until something changes. Now, a, a banking collapse is is pretty is pretty significant uh, in terms of uh, significant changes. So we can and are willing and able to, to change our approach if we think the conditions warrant it. Except at the moment, we'd still be of an opinion that we're probably going to get a 25 basis point now rate hike uh, next Wednesday from the Fed. And pausing or reversing in this meeting would be really counterproductive. Now, the Fed, this is the other thing, the Fed will absolutely know whether this little bank bailout that they've put together we don't know if that's the tip of the iceberg now or if there is a series of problems coming down the track. The Fed will probably know a little bit more about that. So we're in the dark a little bit and markets will react accordingly. They'll discount depending on, on what happens and how things unfold. And this is why it's quite difficult to make a call on, on a direction at the moment because there's arguments for indices higher and arguments for indices lower and there's there's arguments for, and we did say if bond deals start to roll over, well, they've never rolled over more than they've done in the last two or three days. We're now below 4%. We were above 5%, I think, last Thursday. Um, so we're talking about a very short period of time, a massive market reaction, fear and anxiety setting in, and, and that that's handing it over to the, to the central banks to say, you've gone too high, too fast. Now those things are beginning to break. The banking system nearly went under, and uh, you know you, you have to start start to reduce rates. So, as you can imagine, a very very difficult position now for central banks and for these markets. It is all their own doing. That is the um, that's the reality. Oh, hold on a minute. Sorry, apologies. Let me. Uh, I brought up the wrong, sorry, I brought up the wrong presentation there. Let me put up the um, our trade plan. So yesterday we had, we decided, despite what was going on, that we're gonna we're gonna stick with what we have because we don't really know whether the markets will react in a positive or negative manner, and broadly they reacted in a very, um, I suppose it was quite erratic in terms of significant swings high and low but nothing of um any major major concern so so this is our trade plan then uh yesterday we were looking at further risk off market conditions expected eventually we did say look if the if the government and and the fed put in a backstop you know that could give an opportunity for buyers to start buying quite aggressively it, it still doesn't address the inflation story and and um, we still are three times above target. So are the Fed taking it seriously, which they say they are, or are they not? And um, and either decision they make will have potentially significant consequences. So we were still looking for US indices weakness. Um, something that snuck up behind us was actually European weakness. We didn't expect such European weakness filtering through. We thought it'd come through the US, but no, that hasn't happened yet. 
And we're still looking for dollar strength. Now, we've seen the euro dollar begin to roll over to the downside after yesterday's quite bullish move. Please note we have important US inflation numbers this week with further risk-off um, market moves expected. So that can remain the same. We want to add a couple of couple of elements. So, um, so we've got... Uh, We'll have a look at further DAX, FTSE. We'll have a look at gold as well. Um, oil is going to be really probably quite erratic in, in responding to you know, it took a, a bit of a significant hit yesterday of the 1914 we can certainly have a look at gold because there is this and a reaction really to, uh, to contemplate uh, Okay, so let's go with that then. Again, there's a there's a lot of aspects to it. Um, we're still going to stick with our further risk off market condition for now. Um, we think the Fed will be crazy to to do anything different to that. But um, let's wait and see. And don't forget, as things change, we can change. We, we don't have to be stuck. We're not mentally stuck with this risk-off trade. Um, trading doesn't have to be like that. So um, today's trade plan, our summary is further risk-off market conditions expected eventually. When will that come? We're not too sure. Today's CPI could be the catalyst for that. And um, so we're looking. We're still looking for U.S. indice weakness. We're still looking for U.S. dollar strength. Further DAX, FTSE, Nikkei weakness as well, and gold looking to buy above uh, nineteen fourteen. So please note we do have. It's important U.S. inflation numbers due out this week with further risk-off moves uh, expected. So keep an eye out for that. So on that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. We'll switch rooms now. We'll, we'll move over to the live trade room uh, in just a few seconds. Any questions, feel free to post them. And just bear in mind, we do have really turbulent markets for really good reasons. So um, if you do trade, just reduce down trade size. This is not a time to be ultra-aggressive, perhaps. Um, we just don't know the, the true direction for these markets just yet. Um, we do trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m. for the European session and again at 12.45 for the U.S. trading session. So today is likely to be a very, very turbulent trading day. Um, so hopefully we'll, um, we'll be able to grab a couple of good opportunities. So from everyone here at the live trade room, take care and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.